And we're back with another podcast, Fat Boy, episode 42. 42, guys. We're eight from 50. I make it to 50. What happens? What happens if I make it to 50? Big fucking Sky Dome live taping, center court, fucking, it'd be great. I got the fans to support it. I can bring more people to that than the fucking Jays, baby. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for live taping at the Rogers Center, episode 50. <laughs> you know what, guys? I'm getting pretty excited. You're like, Matt, you seem like you're in a good mood. Now, there's a lot of shit I want to talk about on this episode that isn't fucking cool. Okay? It's it's pretty negative. You know how I feel about the world. It's not a great feeling. My My hope for humanity is still at an all-time low. But, I, you know, I've got thoughts about things. There's things that I want you to think about. I want you to be sitting there on your cool pillow at night, staring to the side, half asleep, engaging some of these ideas, because that's what we do here on Podcast Fat Boy. Let's start the show! Who's a fat boy? Oh, yeah. You guys get your dose of that theme, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I am not in the Charlie Bucket studio today. I have taken this. I'm trying something a little different here. I am in my car right now. I just cleaned my car. It's pristine. It's fucking pristine right now. And I'm going to try it in here because I'm going to have to move in the summer and I'm going to have a lot less privacy. And I don't really like, you know, getting into my manic Beetlejuice mentality with other people around, especially my in-laws. So I'm going to have to start doing this shit within the confines of my tinted windowed car, either out in the driveway or somewhere else. Somewhere that's not too conspicuous. Uh, you know, I don't want, I'm not going to, drive to a government building and record in a, in a parking lot. But I'm going to have to change it up a little bit. I will still keep to the theme of the Charlie Bucket Studio when I can, which is, of course, I've got to record this podcast in a bed. That's what CBS is all about. And I will continue to do that. But I got to try this out. You know, I clean this car. I'm always driving it. Why don't I sit in the back? It's beautiful back here. This is a beautiful friggin' car and I'm having a great time. I got lots of stuff to talk about. I'm real excited. We're going to South Carolina next week. Going down to the dirt south. Going to go down for a little wedding in the dirt south. Talk about colonialism. God bless Donald Trump. Um, I'm going to be recording there because you know I like to take this podcast on the road. Where have I been? All right? I want you to extend your fingers, and we're going to name them off. Winnipeg. That's Manitoba. I've been to BC. I've recorded there. Hawaii. Recorded there. Did I record in Nova Scotia? I feel like I might have recorded in Nova Scotia. I might not have. But I wanted to. <laughs> um, I like to take this on the road. 
Uh, I'm going to come prepared for some things to talk about. I'm going to do a little re- research of my own this week about South Carolina, the the fitness, the health that goes on there. From what I've been told by uh, the, 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 the bride that's getting married, our friend Caitlin, there's a lot of heart attacks in Beaufort, South Carolina because people don't eat well. People eat a lot of fucking bacon grease and they eat a lot of, a lot of butter. They're always frying stuff. And not exercising enough, so you got to go down to the old hospital and get your arteries clean when you can. So we're going to see, I'm going to maybe take it to the streets and uh, people that I don't see having a, a gun on their hip, I'll ask them a few questions about what makes them sick. One thing that, uh, you know, I talked a lot about, you know, radio, radioactive dysmorphia. My last episode, I talked about body dysmorphia and shit that, you know, uh, plagues me. And I, it was a good episode. I'd like to get a few more listens. I know I don't promote the pod. It's just for my select listeners. But usually I can pick up a few more uh, via the Internet either way. But I'd like to get a few more. So if we can put that out there, get back to a place that I'm a little more comfortable uh, but I, yeah, of course, I guess I should just promote the, the podcast and probably get a few more. Am I right? So I, I, you know, like one thing I'd like to do is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching this miniseries right now on Chernobyl, you know, my obsession with nuclear power, you know, how I hate it, you know, how I wish I could go back and make sure none of it ever happened. The bombs never got dropped. And then America didn't feel the guilt after the bombs. If I get rid of the bomb. So they won't make try to think of a positive way to use nuclear energy and get rid of nuclear power and reactors. Unfortunately, I don't think anyone would be as savvy back then to just go to wind and solar and water. Uh, so if we probably just up our coal if we if we didn't have nuclear power. It's the only good thing about it is that yeah, we're not burning as much coal. But, you know, we've talked about this. I don't need to go over it again, why I hate nuclear power so much. Okay? Case in point, Chernobyl. Watch it. It's on HBO. If you got Crave TV in Canada, you can watch it. One episode's aired. And it just starts right off the bat with the explosion. And there's fucking guys running around the plant. They're panicking. They're in denial. Yo, can you go check on that reactor? Uh... You know what I did? And it's gone. What do you mean it's gone? That's impossible. No, it's gone. It's like literally gone. Uh, well, uh, that's not possible. So if you could just pump, get the pumps going, we'll pump some water through it and we'll avoid a meltdown, okay? There's no reactor to pump the water in. I'm not going back there. Uh, could you just do a quick peek? Can you just go to the roof and take a look down? Sure. Can you, can you do that? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I'll just take a quick peek off the top. Let the fucking radioactive smoke hit my head. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. If you could just do a quick peek, come back to me. Okay, yeah, I checked. Oh, how are you doing? Oh, oh, wow, look at you. Your face is completely microwaved. That's what you look like. And everybody everybody in this plant is now microwaved with uh, 10 million times of radiation. I think we're okay. It's pretty much uh, that's pretty much Chernobyl episode one, uh, and uh, you know, and then it's going to get into the nuclear fallout from the very light radioactive particles that are passing through the air, which would happen in 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 a meltdown. And I can't stop thinking about if it happened in Pickering, 
it'd be that cloud would be coming toward Toronto, and Toronto would be like Pripyat, which is the city next to Chernobyl, which is completely abandoned. Scary shit. Scary shit. What's more scary? The fucking queen. The queen of fucking England is still alive, people. I can't. Sometimes I stop and think she's in her fucking 90s now. Fucking her, her husband, Prince Prince uh, Philip. Not the younger one. There's an older one, right? I think there's another. The Prince Philip. I think that's him. He's driving around. He's fucking creating car accidents. He's like 95. You know they've got the serum to live a longer life. Because it ain't in the fucking British food. That shit ain't keeping you alive over there. Their food is gnarly. Gnarly fucking food in England. Yuck. But this is going to be our last queen. If you're listening to this, you're probably never going to have a queen of England again. You know, because she's all our queen, especially in Canada. She's still on her money. We're going to take her off. We're going to put fucking Prince Philip on. Oh, boy. He's going to be a real goofy-looking dime. (laughs) We're going to have a real goofy-looking dime when Prince Philip takes over. And then the other fucking ones, and then the other, you know, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be kings for a long fucking time. It's kind of wild, kind of wild, and more wild than our obsession with the fucking royal family of England. Like, if if a family could mean less to the world, like it's definitely them. I, I don't know, I don't know if they they can mean less to the world. They definitely fucking do. Okay, let me talk to you about my little fitness update right now. I'm feeling extra chunky these days i don't like it i feel like like i'm a you know a sausage ready to explode i just bought clothes from the store zara for the wedding that put me in my fucking place i can't fit in a double xl shirt from zara double xl that's a cruel joke what do i have to be like a a lanky fucking basketball player is that all that can wear a goddamn Zara shirt? I just made the cut on the pants. Thank God they fit. Probably going to rip them right off my body by the time I get there. Unless I do like a like an, an IV diet. Just uh, drip saline into my veins until we get there. Christ. I tried to stop drinking for a couple days. I tried. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take like a full week. I'm going to go dry. So that I can, you know, really party it up there because you know I'm going to be drinking a lot of their shitty American beer down there that, uh, you know, has like 3% content. You know, it's it's not going to get you too buzzed. You have to drink about 15 beers. It's going to be a lot of Ontario piss flowing in the, the rivers of South Carolina. Um. Definitely, you know, I'm feeling that urge again. I, like, I want to work out. I want to exercise. I want to do cardio. And then there's, like, the other half of me that, like, doesn't want to do that at all. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to fucking even think about it. Half my body. The other half is, like, I want to keep fit and have fun. I want to get back on that fucking bike. I want to keep up my, you know, hockey cardio. Then the other half wants to fucking literally stay in bed drink, watch TV, do fucking nothing. And that is the constant battle in a lot of people's minds. Definitely mine. You know, 
Is it a mid-30s thing? I don't know. I'm definitely at a crisis point in my life. You're at that weird point where shit's happening and and you don't know how positive or negative it is, you know? I'm trying to make my way through it. Trying to make my way through it. But another thing that I fucking noticed too about not feeling as safe as I once thought I was. And I'm, uh, you know, I look to all the, all the tragedies and the environmental disasters, the, uh, hurricanes and twisters and whatnot. And so it's like, you know, where I live, I feel like we are so insulated. We are not Florida. We are not going to be underwater one day. We are not Manhattan. But then I just totally forgot that Ontario, we have all these tiny fucking lakes. We've got so many little lakes that if we get enough rain, all this shit's going to start flooding. We're having major floods in Ontario. Major floods. And this is just a sign of what's to come. It's going to get worse. You really got to make sure when you buy a house, are you in a fucking floodplain? Because if you are, get ready, soldier. My mom lives on a floodplain. She's had to sandbag her house a few times. It's really increased. It's scary. You're really not, you know, but we still have it okay. If it's like, if it's something like that, but, you know, it's going to get worse. Weather's going to get worse here. One day Toronto will get hit with a fucking tornado. We have had a hurricane here before, haven't we? Hurricane Hazel. So it is possible. I don't know how it made... I gotta research Hurricane Hazel. And I'm not talking about the fucking Mississauga mayor. I'm talking about the storm in the 50s. How did that fucking hurricane stay on land long enough to nail Toronto? God damn. Moving on. I know it's a bit of a rant. I got more shit coming. But I'm gonna try to end it on a positive, fun little thing. Okay? Positive, fun little thing to end it up because maybe I'm maybe I am being a little too negative on here, and people aren't digging it. They're like, "Fuck, there's enough shit." I got to listen to you for fucking twenty minutes, thirty minutes, talking about how shit the world is. I know how shit the world is, but that's you know what? No one's asking you to, to hang around. That's not what podcast fat boys about. You know what this podcast is about. You open that drawer in the abandoned warehouse. It is the apocalypse right now. If you are a true Podfed fan, you've burned this. You've burned the episodes to CDs so people can have this in the abandoned warehouses. They're going to turn the generator on to listen to this in their pastime as a reminder of how tough it is. And hopefully there's a little bit of goofiness in it, you know, that you can chuckle at. Because at the end of the day, you know, the world's fucked up and we're, we're kind of we're running out of time. But we can we can have a chuckle or two while we're going down. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to outline it. I'm just chewing the fat with you. I'm also trying to lose it. <laughs> you know what's on my mind? Antibiotic resistant infections. Apparently, this shit is what's gonna take us out before cancer does. There's going to be more antibiotic-resistant infections by 2050 than anything else. 
You know what? There's this guy that's the owner of the Edmonton Oilers. If you're not a sports mm-hmm. fan, the Edmonton Oilers is a hockey team. It is the team that Wayne Gretzky won all his Stanley Cups with. The Edmonton Oilers has an owner, and his name is Daryl Katz. And I saw a picture of Daryl Katz, and he just was, you know, like a normal-looking guy. But then in this picture, it's like, holy shit, is, is Jackson 5 finally holding new auditions for to replace Michael? Like, his nose is all fucked up. He's had, it looked like he had a really bad nose job. And I'm like, holy shit, finally Jackson 5 is holding new auditions. You know, you wait 10 years, we're looking to replace Michael, maybe it's Daryl Katz. <laughs> sorry to say, I'm just trying to make light of it. I'm sorry, Daryl Katz. But he's got a fucking infection in his nose. He's had it for years, and it's gonna it could kill him. It's an antibiotic-resistant infection in his fucking nose. Hi, hi, hi. So he's obviously had to like cut most of his nose off, and they sewed the rest together. He's not. I'm sorry to say, he's not auditioning for Jackson Five. He's just trying to you know save his own life. You know, and it just made me think about. I I have like a, a nail-biting habit. You know, where I don't really bite the nails. It's, it's more disgusting than that. It's like the, like, I, I never actually bite my nails, but I the, the skin in front of it, you know, it's like a worn callus now. And it's just like, I know there's people out there that do this because it's a common thing. It's tied to anxiety. I think anxiety is a big reason why I do it. I'm like, it, it just feels involuntary. It's fucking crazy. But I got to stop doing that because... Eventually, I'm going to get one of these fucking infections for it because the best way to not get a f- antibiotic, I can't even say antibiotic, can I? Anti- antibiotic, antibiotic resistant infection is to wash your hands, be clean, which I think I've naturally been better at. You know, I come home, I wash my hands. Anytime I come in, I always wash my hands. And I do have the urge to like dip my keys in, in hydrogen peroxide. <laughs> I know that's kind of nuts, but part of me wants to do it. Even though, you know, it's just my hands that really touch the keys. And the only hole it ever goes in is is the keyhole. <laughs> it's like my asshole. No, I don't put my keys in my asshole. So yeah, they're not too dirty or anything, but they, they must be. I just think a keys is as dirty as fucking money, you know? So wash your fucking hands. Stop biting your nails. Stop picking your nose. Stop picking your nose till it bleeds and shit. Cause you know, you could get a sinus infection in there. And the next thing you know, the fucking, my Jackson estate is contacting me for an audition. If you can sing. It's my audition tape. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to try to keep this one a little bit, you know, uh, I always say this. I try, I'm not going to, you know, do it too long. I want it to be around the 20-minute mark. My audio kind of fucked up, so I'm on two different files. I don't really know how long it's going to be. But let's move on to the next thing before I get to the commercial rant part of the episode. As you guys know, you like to hear, especially those who aren't in the uh, advertising or showbiz world, you like to hear actors rant about shit. Uh, this is you. This is the only place you would get to hear me do that because why? Because I don't like to hashtag set life on Instagram posts and Twitter. I fucking hate social 
media. I hate driving down the street. I hate seeing people on their phones walking for kilometers without looking up. It's fucking crazy. It is crazy how addicted to our phones we are. It like, it's really fucked. This can't, it won't get better, will it? The only way we're going to get better or make it seemingly look better is if we're wearing some kind of Google glasses and we're just looking straight ahead, but we're still going to have a glaze over our face. We're all like, Mental fucking patience in the 50s, staring down at a phone, talking, jabbering on Bluetooth, iPods, AirPods. God damn, this is humanity in 2019? 2020, baby, I can't wait. Hashtag this is year 10. You remember that. I've told you that before. Hashtag this is year 10. Twenty, The 20s, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait for the 20s. I just feel really good about it. Leaving these fucking teens behind. What happened the last time there was teens in the 1900s? There's a goddamn world war. Okay, there's nothing good about the teens. <laughs> I want to talk about sunscreen. I want to talk about the goddamn mystery chemicals and sunscreen. I got to go to South Carolina next goddamn week. I got to put on this shit. I got to put on this titanium oxidide, whatever. There's like three things in it that are like, okay for you. But when you smear this shit on your skin, it goes right into your blood, right through those beautiful pores you got all over your body into the blood. And there's a slew of mystery chemicals. There's chemicals that they don't really know the long-term effects. They don't know how it will affect the body in the future. Can you believe that? But what, are you just going to cook? Are you going to just try and find the shade? I think we're going to become shade people. And I mean, I don't want to be racist here, but it's going to be the white people that started it because we need it the most. We're going to make, you know, uh, if there are any hipsters, I'm sure they're fucking are that listen to this podcast, please, we got to make sun umbrellas more popular, more cool to be walking in the sun. I want to see Queen Street in downtown Toronto. Everybody's going to fucking Clamonico. They're going to Lush to get their soap. They're uh, you know going to HMV. This is uh, this is my my memory of Queen Street from ten years ago. Is it still the same? But I want to see those goddamn umbrellas on that beautiful sunny day. Big floppy dark umbrellas. Completely just 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 bars of shade, bars of shade shooting down. Sometimes uh, you're at a you're at a crosswalk and everybody's connected with their umbrellas. Blocks out that goddamn sun. People are turning on their, their iPhone lights to see. That's how dark I want it in that sunny day. That's probably a very healthy alternative to pouring chemicals, smearing it into your blood. Just picture your arms as rivers, rivers of blood. And you're smearing this stuff in. I'm not. I'm not advocating to not use it. I'm just saying, try to find the most organic shit you can find. You know, at least don't don't douse yourself in the banana boat because it makes you smell like Aruba. Okay. You might. You're gonna get the organic stuff. It's gonna be a bit pasty. It's not gonna feel as good. But I want you to fucking use it. Okay. <sighs> Move on to the goddamn commercial rant. Okay. Just let's break up. Let's break it up a little bit here. 
So I can talk about this audition right now because I did not book it. Had a fucking three-hour callback for it. I'm talking about McDonald's. You know how much I love fucking McDonald's. Hashtag this is year 10. That first year was McDonald's. My first commercial that started this 10 years straight booking period for commercials. Mickey D's. And here's the thing with Mickey D's and commercials. And this is why I could have told them this when I was in there. And I could tell by the guys that were in the room. You have to have a very fine line. If you have a dad bod, the guy that booked it has like a doughy kind of, you know, he's like a skin teddy bear doughy kind of look. Uh, like he's not hideous or anything. He just, he just, uh, you know, he's not exactly uh, a model, but he's not overweight, but he's got a bit of something, you know, like he's, he's got a dad look, dad bod, if you will. Not a real dad bod. I'm the real fucking dad bod. They don't want me in a McDonald's commercial because I look like what? I look like the people that actually eat McDonald's. And they never want those fucking people there. There were people at that callback that looked like models. They were so hot. There's no way they're eating McDonald's. There's no way they're bringing McDonald's to a goddamn baseball game. No way. But it was that perfect, you know, clean cut, slight dad bod. That is the hit for McDonald's. And I do not, I'm not there anymore. I look like who actually eats McDonald's. There's the sorrow in my eyes, the gray in my beard, and the thump, you know, the, I won't say the thump, but the, um, the bulge of my belly a little bit, you know, I'm really trying not to keep the bulge of the belly, but uh, let's be honest, I have a bit of that beer belly, booze belly, tequila belly, tequila belly, I got tequila belly, everybody look at my tequila belly, so they passed on the tequila belly, but you know what, McDonald's has been in damage control ever since Super Size Me. Ever since that dog came out, showing exactly how bad that food was, showing how that food never goes bad, showing how, well, <laughs> it, it does go bad. It is bad, but it doesn't mold and stuff because there's so many preservatives in it. It's full of sugar, which people don't realize. You know, it's, it, it's horrible. And I know I, I just had a Big Mac the other day. My mother-in-law brought me a goddamn Big Mac. What am I supposed to do? Not eat it? So McDonald's clients that have passed on me, if you're listening, if you maybe heard the podcast before, you've heard that how much I love it and how much I hate it at the same time. I want you to show the real fucking McDonald's eater. If you ever get me to audition again for you, I don't want it to be some fucking slim looking dad that's buying his kid shit. I want to start the scene with a deep fucking sigh. I don't even look at the bag. I just reach in. I pull out the Big Mac. And then you see a little twinkle in my eye. I'm not smiling or anything because I'm in despair. But you can tell that 
I'm a little bit happier than I thought I ever could be. As I open that fucking box and see that cookie cutter hamburger sandwich. (laughs) And chomp it down while I frown. That is the truth for McDonald's. You can hide it in your fucking McCafe and your fancy wraps. At the end of the day, it's it's a quick garbage lump that we are trying to all it's just trying to fill a void. We're not trying to get healthy off it. We're not trying to get nutrients from it. It's just filling a void, the void of hunger and our own laziness. God bless. You think I'm fucking done? You think I'm done the pod right now? You're fucking out of your gourd. I ain't fucking done anything. I got another fucking heavy thing to talk about. (laughs) If you're still with me, thank you for, for staying. This is important. This is another important thing. And it's all kind of nautical themed today a little bit because I'm talking about South Carolina going to the ocean. Gonna go down to the ocean and see some dolphins. Terrible, terrible. Like I was doing a much better southern accent before. Why can't I? <laughs> why can't I do an authentic one? I'm gonna do my best not to be like, "Hey, how's it going?" <clears throat> you guys like Larry the Cable Guy? <clears throat> I'm not gonna do that, don't worry. Let's watch a movie called Shark Water too. You guys know Shark Water, first one. It was about 13 years ago. It's done by a guy from Toronto. He's a shark conservationist. Conservationist. And he's just showing that, like, you know what? There's a lot of movies and media showing that sharks are scary and people are afraid of them. They think they're, you know, killers and they're really not. They don't kill they don't kill that many humans a year. They kill less than ten humans a year in the whole world. Oh God. This podcast is giving me indigestion. Sharks barely fucking touch humans. Like, it's a very small percentage of you actually being attacked by a shark. And they're always just mistaking you for the food that they're supposed to be eating out there. Not you fucking rad dude surfing, dude. Can't be fucking surfing, dude. They're trying to fucking eat you, dude. You look like a seal, dude. So... Sharkwater 2, this guy, in the first one and in the second one, he fucking, Rob Stewart's his name, he's trying to uh, expose the uh, shark fin trade, which is the illegal shark finning of uh, sharks where they cut off their fins and they put it in fucking soup. So, big, big uh, continent for this, big country for this, country of China. China loves their shark fin soup. In the Ming Dynasty, the 14th century, it was a a noble thing to have shark fin soup because sharks were hard to catch. They were kind of rare. You never really saw them. And uh, only like, you know, high nobility would ever have this. Now it's like fucking, it's in corner stores, this shit. Even though it's still 100 bucks a bowl, apparently. 100 bucks US a bowl. It's 130 Canadian. And they think that it's like, good for your health and it's going to you know you're going to live longer it kills cancers blah 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 which is all fucking not true and it's a huge trade huge huge fucking trade right now it is is the sharks are so important to our life our life here on land they are the top predator in the ocean 
They help keep all that shit in line. So at the end of the day, the fucking plankton can create the majority of the oxygen that we breathe here on the planet. And we're fucking killing them. I'm going to run some facts by you. And when I don't usually put a picture with the posts anymore, but I am fucking doing it for this one. Okay, it's a nice little infographic from the... Uh, Where's it from? International Union for Conservation of Nature, the Australian Institute of Marine Science, the Bloom Association, the Animal Welfare, Animal Welfare Institute. Uh, they all put together this infographic just to give you a little, you know, information about what's happening. Why are they important? Why, you know, why... Why we shouldn't be killing so many sharks for something that's so fucking stupid is shark fin soup. I feel like I've talked about shark fin soup in an earlier episode. Shark fin fucking dupes. If you have had shark fin soup, you're a, you're a shark fin dupe. Okay? Some shark populations have dropped by 99% over the last 50 years. 99%. That means some shark populations only have 1% left. That's what that means. And it's estimated that 100 million sharks are killed every year. 100 million. 75 million of those go to shark fin soup. So they're only using the fins. They catch the shark. They haul them on the deck. They cut their fins off. And then they throw the fucking shark back in. It drowns in the fucking water. It bleeds out. And look, you know, I'm not a vegan. I do eat meat. And I know that I'm a bit of a hypocrite here. But these guys are super important to our survival. Whereas eating beef or chicken, it's important for us not to eat them because they produce so much methane with their shit that it's fucked. Methane's killing the environment that way. But we farm them. Nobody farms sharks. They're just fully culling them. And 98% of them are wasted. Okay? And I told you that it's like 100 bucks a bowl. Here's the other thing that, that I find is hilarious. Is that Hong Kong is the main place where this is. 90% of people in Hong Kong have had fucking shark fin soup. The myth that they're nutritional. Sharks have more mercury. They have more than 42 times the, the safe limit of mercury in them. So anytime you're eating shark meat, the bigger the fish, the more mercury they have, right? And people are eating their fins and shit. So here's what I'm going to do, you know, because I don't have a ton of money that I can just go fucking start a Greenpeace or support Greenpeace or support Rob fucking Stewart. Like he died making this fucking movie. Fucking drowned while he was doing a dive during the shark water too but he had a fucking iron taint because that guy was like getting footage of shit that the mafia would kill you for the triads hong kong mafias they're fucking powerful people this is a billion dollar industry and that's why it's hard to stop but we have to stop it or we're all gonna die like it's 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 simple we're fucked we're fucked we can't fuck with sharks we fuck with them too much you know, they're slow growing. They don't fucking birth very much. 
So I don't know, you know, it just really affected me. It was like, fuck all this meat eating shit. It's just crazy. We're just, you know, we gotta be, we gotta be a ton fucking better. Okay. So check out that infographic. It might, it might get you. If you know someone who's been, who's got a real sweet tooth for shark fin soup, maybe just give them a talk to and here at the podcast, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to get the fins 3d printed. I'm going to pay for it myself. Please put in your orders at podcastfatboy at gmail.com. I'm also going to give you what every uh, 3d print of, you know, you can choose your size, which you want. If you want a bigger one to show you're a little bit more noble, uh, I can get you, you know, like a giant blue, blue shark uh, fin. And every shark fin is going to come with a free thermometer. (laughs) Yeah, wait, you're going to love it. So that you get the mercury content that you want, you're going to take that fucking thermometer. It's just going to be a cheap one. And you just break it in the middle, you know, like a little dessert. Put it in with the soup and spin it around. It's usually red, so it's going to add a little color to the soup. Okay, and that should give you the right amount of mercury that you're getting from the real, real what? The real fucking shark fin. So now you don't have, you can eat plastic now because I've got the 3D print of the shark fin. I give you the thermometer so you get the mercury. Plastic will be better for you to eat than the actual fucking cartilage. So you're fucking laughing. We're all at, we're all we're all walking away happy here. Sharks get left alone. The thermometer industry is booming, and and you're getting your fucking mercury fix. Tell me this isn't a good idea. Podcastfatboy at gmail.com. I'm awaiting your orders. You're a goddamn guarantee I'm gonna get them to you. And if you're from Hong Kong, please uh, you know, maybe maybe Keep the order small because I know there's a lot of people there. You know, like so. Let, let's start small. It's gonna co- it cost me a lot to get all these thermometers, so you can break the fucking mercury into your soup. Um. So it's been a bit of a heavy one. You know, it gets heavy sometimes. These podcasts get a little heavy. I am in. Uh, I am in a car recording right now, so it kind of does feel like a jail cell. See, sometimes you get a bit of a jail cell recording, but that is what Podcast Fat Boy is all about. It's about not giving a fuck. It's about burning the bridges to light your way. Oh, God. See it? I just like got ate a whole can of tuna earlier. <laughs> Speaking of shark meat, I'm definitely had a piece of shark meat in that tuna. Everything with shark meat. It's in fucking everything. <clears throat> so I got a mercury buzz going right now. Um, before my tequila belly signs off, what I'm going to do is, uh, end on a little bit of a lighter note, cause we're going to get back to the old podcast fat boy <laughs> comedic health podcast part portion of the podcast. I found something on the internet from modernmom.com. <laughs> the five funniest fat diets of all time by Katrina Robinson. What do you want to hear what Katrina has to say? The five funniest fats of all time. Number one, the lemon and lime diet. According to this diet's rules, you are allowed to only ingest two things besides water, lemons and limes. 
the diet's creator believes that the diet would promote health. However, the smarter people out there realize that only eating lemons and limes will cause serious diet imbalance and can actually lead to constipation or malnutrition. Number two, the tapeworm diet. <laughs> this is fucking gross. People take tapeworm pills, all right, and you swallow them in your body and those parasites grow in your body and you lose weight because the tapeworms, what do they do? They eat all your food. So <laughs> you can gorge all you want because the tapeworms are going to help eat it, but then you're also going to get some infections. You're going to get some serious health problems. It's going to get a little nasty, you know, and remember what I said about the guy fucking Daryl Katz, you know, you don't want those fucking infections. You're going to fucking join the Jackson 5. Uh, and then once you get off the tapeworms, you get rid of them with, you know, antibiotics, you'll get all that weight back. Number three, the master cleanse. Oh, uh, many a celebrity and famous person has, has talked of the master cleanse. Jared Leto, you skinny little weirdo, carrying your severed head at the Met Gala. The diet involves ingesting water along with maple syrup, cayenne pepper, and lemons. Isn't this what, well, way back in episode two, growing up skinny, check it out, got sick in Winnipeg. Isn't this what fucking Adam gave me? Was he just giving me the master fucking cleanse? He was giving me something like this to help battle a cold. I should have been, che- I should have been checking the scale. Didn't realize I was fucking losing weight here. Um... Also could lead to malnutrition and a huge serious imbalance in your body just eating this stuff. And uh, number four, my favorite, the amputation diet. This is a diet that Keisha Myas came up with in 2006. First, you clip your nails. Okay. And so your your baby amputations. Okay. Get a drastic haircut, trim your body hair. Take a dirt... Diuretic? Fuck, it's like I can't read. Take a diuretic, you can lose one to three pounds. Take a laxative, you lose another one to two pounds. Amputate your arm, lose 10 to 25 pounds. Although the creator is not advised to do this, but you, hey, you want to lose some fucking weight or not? Arms are 10 to 25 pounds or more. If you're a husky motherfucker, you can donate a kidney, you can get breast reduction surgery, <laughs> like this is somebody made this hilarious diet, this is great. Number five, and the final one, let's end it, oh wow, I'm at, uh, yeah, I'm probably at like 40 minutes, I love it, I love it when I go long. Jennifer Aniston's baby food diet, which is pretty much just a liquid diet, and you get all the nutrition because you're you know, eating stuff that babies get. It's uh, it's like uh, a, a Soylent pudding, if you're a Soylent fan out there. But with a little bit of a, you know, a mushy broccoli flavor or pureed sweet potato, if I may. The baby food diet. Of course, fucking Jennifer Francis. Uh, I, I want this woman to be happy. I feel like she hasn't eaten anything that's made her happy in 40 years. Ever since Friends started... She got that fucking haircut, and she's never been able to have a goddamn cheeseburger or anything. Remember the fucking cheesecake episode? I, I was thinking, I was like, oh, you're not touching that fucking cheesecake. Let's stop pretending that Rachel wants cheesecake so bad. 
She probably did want it, but she ain't fucking touching that. She's fucking having some baby food. Cut! Yo! Where's my fucking asparagus puree? Can somebody get... Can somebody get Jennifer her asparagus puree, please? Does anyone have it? Hi, I'm Matthew Perry, and I've been eating it. Matthew Perry, stop it. Did you get that that was Matthew Perry? (laughs) I'm going to give you a little tip. We've talked a lot about diets and stuff here. As I'm signing off right now, because i got to stop. It's been about 40 fucking minutes again. You got to drink a lot of water. You got to get a lot of fiber. That's two things that you really need. If you want to blow it out, you want to blow all that fat off, have fiber. Drink some water. Eat some vegetables. And don't fill your plate like you're at the fucking Mandarin, okay? Eat a half portion. Fill your plate. Eat a quarter of it. Eat a half of it. You know what I mean? Drink the water. Have the fiber. Lower your portions. You'll lose weight. It's easier than it sounds. I mean, it's not. (laughs) Thanks for listening. This has been kind of an all-over-the-place one, but that's what Pockets Fat Boy is all about. Please, hold your breath. Get your grits plate ready. Get the fried chicken and the grits and the fucking cornbread ready because we're going down south, baby, and I'm going to see you all in South Carolina, and maybe I'll have some special gas if you're lucky. If you're lucky, I'm going to have some gas on the next one. So soak this one up. And then we'll see you down south. God bless Donald Trump. Bye-bye.